A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, it's film time and we're having a bit of a real reviews with a difference. Ross and Niall are in studio. How are you doing, guys? Very well. Thank you very much. Now, before we get into kind of movie mode, can you guys do me a little favour? I have five names, right? This is really important. Five names are in my hand, all scrunched up in a bit of paper. And I wanted to pick out one of these pieces of paper. Uh, this is going to be the fine or the overall winner okay. of our Headford Arms Hotel competition. They're going to go mm-hmm. see Take It to the Limit, an ultimate celebration of the Eagles. They're getting an overnight stay. They're getting a pre-show dinner. They're getting bed and breakfast, the whole works. Okay, so no pressure. Is it too late to put my name in there? No, no, oh. sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. go on. Uh, why don't you do that? Okay, okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I have, okay, uh, let's see, have a, is that one? Or I is think it that's seven? one. Yeah, okay. I think that's one. So this is very exciting. Who is it? Who is it? It is... Eddie McCormick. Eddie McCormick. Eddie McCormick from yesterday. He is going along to that. Fair play. Congratulations, Eddie. Congratulations to you. There, we'll be in touch after the show. Okay, so much movie news to get through. So let's so kick it happened. off with Endgame. Yeah, it looks like plenty of people were listening to our glowing review of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> That's where they went. Yeah, because obviously that contributed to uh, the film because it's been absolutely smashing cinema records left, right, and centre. Uh, it's already made about $1.5 billion and it's the sixth highest growing, grossing movie of all time, despite being only in cinemas over a week. It's so unreal. that's incredible. Uh, in Ireland alone, uh, the movie generated more than 1 million euro in ticket sales on its opening day. And uh, when all was said and done and the dust was settled, last weekend, Endgame netted 3.4 million euro in total in Irish cinemas, which is incredible. Wow. Um, it's also become the most tweeted movie of all time. It was mentioned in 50 million tweets, which is more than any other film since Twitter, Twitter launched in 2006. Unbelievable. So, yeah, I can, yeah. Well, look, I can see why it's smashing records all over the place, but that is unprecedented. You haven't even success. managed to get a ticket yet, have you? I haven't. Oh, yeah, so really? sold out has this been that I haven't gotten my own ticket yet. It's so if you see Sinead in Street, don't give her any spoilers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah. yeah, no, don't give me any spoilers. <laughs> okay, so tell me about Rambo. Yes, Rambo 5, Last Blood, it's called. So Sylvester Stallone has been busy. He's, he's loaded some video and, and images on Instagram. I didn't even know that this movie was in production. Uh, 
uh, it's basically uh, in the images that he's posted, uh, you see uh, Stallone in full Rambo mode. He's banging metal together. He's gazing into blazing fires. He's getting ready probably to go out and shoot somebody. So, yeah, um, I'm not a massive fan of the Rambo franchise. First Blood, which is the first movie, is actually very good. It deals with post-traumatic stress and Vietnam War and stuff like that. It gets more cartoonish as it goes on. This could be more in the in the vein of Creed, do you know what I mean? And, and the way the Rocky yeah. things have gone. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to reserve judgment till I see it. And interesting as well, like Last Blood, you know, there was a First yeah. Blood and first then blood, a First last blood, blood Part 2, yeah. so there might be a Last Blood There's Part There's a synergy, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. Yeah. He does like to, you know, carry on his favourite characters. <laughs> he does. He? Well, I think people like to see him as yeah. well in those, in fairness to him. But yeah, if he does something new and something or maybe something old with this it it could be a good one Okay we're going to talk uh, oh yes because uh, we have had sad news that's this morning haven't we Ross? That's right yeah very sad news especially I suppose for fans of Star Wars Peter Mayhew who played Chewbacca he's died at the age of 74 following a heart attack uh, British born Mayhew he portrayed, portrayed of course furry Wookiee psychic uh, Chewbacca to Han Solo in the original trilogy but he was in Revenge of the Sith in 2005 and most recently in The Force Awakens in 2015 since then he has passed on the mantle of playing Chewbacca onto Eunice Suotamo so we will see him going on in other films but uh, Star Wars co-stars led tributes to um, Pierre Mayhew who stood at over 7 feet uh, Harrison Ford who of course played Han Solo said we were partners in film and friends for over 30 years and I loved him and Mark Hamill, who, of course, played Luke Skywalker, described him as the gentlest of giants, a big man with an even bigger heart who never failed to make me smile and a loyal friend who I loved dearly. A big loss, I'd say. Yeah, a big uh-huh. loss to the to the film uh, world this week. Now, uh, we're going from films to computer games and computer <laughs> games and films combined. Tell us about this. Yes, well, the, the exploitation of, of people's childhood continues uh, in the uh, the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, uh, is available online for people to watch. So um, I think we have a little trailer of we it. Do, now, it yeah. features an actor we're going to be talking about a bit today, but uh, I'll see if people can recognise the voice. Okay. Are you in charge here? Yes, I am. No! My m- Wrong. Wait. I'm in charge. Allow me to clarify. In a sequentially ranked hierarchy based on level of critical importance, the disparity between us is too vast to quantify. Agent Stone? The doctor thinks you're basic. Listen, pal, I don't know if you realize who- I'm sorry, Major. What was your name? Benny. Nobody cares! I see you shaking your head. You didn't recognize. <laughs> well, first of all, the I, character. The, well, the character is Dr. Robotnik, but the actor, more importantly, <laughs> is uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, I didn't so he'll be playing that that classic character, Doctor Robotnik, in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. This there's been a bit of controversy about this because a teaser poster was released in December, uh, which just saw the outline of the character, and he's got these weird kind of muscular runner's legs. Uh, and in the trailer, you see more of that. And even just in the last 24 hours, the director of the movie has gone on to Twitter because there's been such a backlash about how this character looks and says, this is not how the character will look. We have heard your complaints. <laughs> we are going to change it. So there you go. Twitter so has spoken and Sonic's, yeah, Sonic's legs are going to be, Sonic's going to be redesigned. It's worth looking at it and seeing what I, get a weird vibe off the CGI yeah. Sonic. Uh, Detective Pikachu is coming out I think in the next month. That could be good maybe. We'll yeah. see. If it is good then they'll put more money into Sonic. If it's bad they'll bury Sonic I'm afraid. Well Ryan Reynolds is in Pikachu that's all I'll yeah. say to you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, even if he is a fluffy yellow guy in it. Um, okay so tell me what's happening in the world of Netflix. Yeah well there's a new series a new horror series from Netflix and it's starring Uma Thurman. It's called Chambers. Uh, I must say it's not really the most original horror story. Uh, It follows a young woman who suffers a heart attack and she has to have a heart transplant to save her life. 
but soon after her personality starts changing. You know, it's the kind of story that we've seen before in 1991's Body Parts, where it was a transplanted arm that was the offender. Or even in The Simpsons, remember there was an episode of Treehouse's Horror, of Horror, where Homer gets a hair transplant from Criminal Snake. I do, and he yeah. turns into a cold-blooded killer. I so it's kind of that. it's kind of fair that we've seen in horror movies and and stuff before. Um, I'm sure there's countless other examples, but I do I th- I think with horror you can kind of get away with a bit of reputation. You know, mm. like how many times have you seen a mass killer chasing a babysitter or a family moving to a new house to hear unsettling noises? Um, if it's done well, it works. And uh, I had a look at the trailer and this looks like it, it does work. It looks very creepy. Looks like it would be a good series. I'm looking forward to jumping into it. Chambers, it's on Netflix now. Yeah, I think there's a bit of a class kind of element to it as well and yeah. that it's a it's a lower class person who needs the heart transplant. They get the heart of a kind of a very well-to-do. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. It works brilliant yeah. as far as like if you even look at us. Exactly. There. Yeah. 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 Okay, so what's Snowpiercer? Have you not this? heard of Snowpiercer? No. Snowpiercer, this is it, to tie in, I suppose, a little bit with our retro reviews. It's a movie from 2013 but it's just arrived on Netflix this week um, on their rotation it stars Captain America Chris Evans uh, it's a based on a French graphic novel and basically it is the story of Earth has had a second ice age and the survivors all live on a big long train and you've got the poorest people who live at the back of the train and the richest people who live in luxury at the front of the train and the poorest people at the back decide they're going to have a revolution and they fight their way forward through the train it's directed by a Korean director called Boon uh, sorry Boon Jun Ho, it's a brilliant movie. It's really great. If you're not seeing it, I really recommend it. If you've got Netflix at home, sit down and watch it. Yeah. Okay, that's my Friday night recommendation <laughs> sorted out. Okay, so you're reviewing something new on Netflix. This time it's a documentary. This is probably the first documentary we've done on the show yes, so far. I think yeah. So yeah, we've done a couple of Netflix movies as mm. our main review, but this is our first documentary. Um, I would say um, a lot of people, a lot of films definitely have shied away from sharing their release on the big screen. They don't want to contend with the Avengers Endgame, which seems destined to swallow up almost all of the competition at the box office. Um, But Knock Down the House, it's it's a political documentary that follows four female Democrats running for Congress in the 2018 US midterm election. It focuses on Amy Villela of Nevada, Cory Bush of Missouri and Paula Jean Swearingen of West Virginia. Uh, And it gives really a nice bit of balance and perspective from different parts of modern day America. But there's no doubt that the star of the show is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York. She's the real superstar in this documentary. Uh, fans of Michael Moore would have seen Cortez actually starring, uh, she was uh, featured in his documentary Fahrenheit 11.9. That's Fahrenheit 11.9, not Fahrenheit 9.11, which, yeah. about, which uh, Fahrenheit Bush, 9-11 yeah. was about Bush. But the Fahrenheit yeah. 11.9 is focused on the rise of Donald Trump. Um, so this documentary is very much in the same vein as that movie. It comes from Rachel Lears, who began working on Knock Down the House the day after Trump was elected. And she got in touch with organisations like Brand New Congress and Justice Democrats. Um, She was looking to find charismatic female candidates who weren't really career politicians, but who were motivated and wanted a change. Uh, Cortez, for example, who is, as I said, is the, the main focus of this documentary. She was working as a bartender at the time while canvassing for her place in Congress. And, uh, you know, Lear's raised $28,000 um, for the project through a crowdfunding site. Uh, I think it's very much a David versus Goliath story. The, the women in this movie are, are taking on very established forces in the US political system, fellow Democrats who have been in the political system for their whole lives. And uh, but they've now become disconnected from their needs, the needs of their constituents. Uh, I think personally, the US is very interesting politically. It seems to me that every action uh, has a reaction. Action, yeah. Like Since I've been alive, the US presidency has gone Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat. 
uh, it seems like every uh, every president is elected as a reaction to the last. Therefore, a president like Donald Trump is sure to have a huge political backlash. And I think that's what we see here. The last election saw a record number of women, people of various religions and ethnic backgrounds coming to the fore. And it's an exciting time politically in the US. I think we're going to see more of these energised, disillusioned people coming out and demanding a major change to how politics are done in the US. Uh, I thought it was a very interesting look into the US political system as well as modern life in the US. And honestly, you wouldn't have to understand too much. I have too much of a grasp or an interest in US politics politics to find this documentary gripping. That was my question would you need to be following the politics? Not really No No. I don't think so yeah I mean as Ross says it's it's a gripping story often you find documentaries sometimes they'll they'll be incredibly lucky they'll start off trying to tell a story and then something will happen that'll just make it 100 times more interesting Mm. and that's kind of what happened they really looked into the story of uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez here and I actually could have just watched a documentary about her nothing to take away from the other candidates that it follows but I think her story is a fascinating one she's a fascinating person and I think we're going to see a lot more of her uh, even if you don't know a lot about US politics in the years to come Now we have a clip can you key up this clip for me tell me what's happening Yeah this is just a key taken from the trailer where we hear um, the four candidates talking and talking about the challenges they face Okay We're doing something very controversial. People say, how dare you mount a challenge to someone who's so established. It's not just our family. It's 30,000 families a year losing loved ones because they don't have insurance. I was not trying to become an activist. I live six minutes from Ferguson. Being a woman of color, our image is scrutinized. People in my district, this is how we look. I come from a long line of coal miners. We've been collateral damage they underestimate us. I'm running because everyday Americans deserve to be represented by everyday Americans. Yeah, sounds really, really passionate and yeah, yeah sounds really stuff. interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Gave it three stars out of five. Yeah, I agree well, with that. So I would agree yeah, with it. I was literally yeah. <laughs> no, You're about to move on, I could hear it. <laughs> no, no, I was going to ask what your rating was. Um, Very anxious to get to the next film, your favourite film. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am really excited about this because we are going to, ha- this is our first of our retro reviews. We've been talking about this all morning and we decided to launch it and it's my pick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, should I tell them what I picked? Do. Okay. Yeah. This is it's starring Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. It's from 2004 and it's called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And it's my all time favourite because it is a romantic love story, mm. but in a completely original way. It's just really creative, uh, great characters, great you know, idea for a plot, all that kind of thing. So basically, the characters are Joel, uh, played by Jim Carrey, and Clementine, uh, played by Kate Winslet. They're lovers. They have a fight, as lovers do. Clementine is kind of impetuous kind of character, and she decides to erase Joel from her mind because there's technology in Luna Inc. that can allow <laughs> her to do this. And, uh, you know, she does this in a fit of rage. She, 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 so he shows up at a, her bookstore and she doesn't recognise him anymore. He finds out that she's erased him and he decides to do the same. But in the process of getting her erased, he realises, actually, I don't want to do this anymore. But he can't stop the process, <laughs> which is a bit of a downer for poor old Joel. What did we think? Uh, well, I saw this probably when it came out or shortly mm. afterwards and I actually own it on DVD so uh, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you last time I took it down from the shelf and watched it so I was delighted for the opportunity to, to visit again I, I loved it I loved seeing it again I think it's a terrific movie uh, it's got a tremendous performance by Jim Carrey mm. got a great performance by Kate Winslet that at the time you forget she was just known for 
kind of period costume yeah. things. And she, actually, if you if you if you want, it's almost like they swapped roles because he was very comedic. Yes. This was kind of his first sort of straight role as, as such. Like yeah. I suppose was it around. No, well, Truman Show was there too. Uh, Truman Show had been before that. But yeah. you know, you, he kind of stretches his chops. Let's say as an yeah. actor, yeah. she definitely does as well. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And in a character that you know, I think is a very real portrayal of a romantic love interest in a movie mm. you know what I mean she's got some great lines where she goes I'm not a concept I'm not going to fix it you know what I mean yes um, so I really enjoy the supporting cast is tremendous mm. Tom Wilkinson Mark Ruffalo Elijah Wood as a and Kirsten Dunst who I think as well is a really strong character and a great arc in this yeah, well, the thing that stood out for me most was I just think it's visually stunning to look at on the screen. There's amazing set pieces, uh, there's clever camera tricks, mm-hmm. and the cinematography just makes this film outstanding for me. Fair play to cinematographer Ellen Curris, who handles different moods, memories, dreams, nightmares, and real-life events, jumping in on top of each other in every other shot. Truly remarkable feat for her. Um, also, the way she handled was the more intimate details is incredible. She's this... Uh, she has such a delicate touch and I really feel like some of the more delicate frames they every frame in it almost looks like a painting it's, it's yeah, so well, yeah. So well uh, Michel Gondry did a great job and this is he he would have had a background in music videos before this yep. um, famously the White Stripes video I can't remember the song but the Lego one uh, the oh, yeah. 789 yeah. no no no, no. Uh, no, no. the Lego oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. but um, uh, and yeah it's it's a gr- and you know we're talking about mind erasure and things like mm. that it sounds like it's kind of a weird sci-fi thing like the facility where they go for these things, it's like a shoddy dentist's office. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. real realistic and then juxtaposed with these fantastic sequences yeah. when the memories and a lot of them done as practical effects rather than digital mm. ones. So I mm. have to say, well done. That's a five out of five for me. It's I think it's one of the best movies of of the two thousands. Yes. So I would recommend people who haven't seen it to check it out. Yeah, fair play. I loved it as well. Um, it's the kind of movie you never really have your bearing. It kind of reminds me of Christopher Nolan's Memento in that way. You're never quite sure of what you're seeing is real or when it's happening. Uh, for me, I really enjoyed it, especially the uh, cinematography. I gave it four out of five. And we have a little clip, don't we? We do. Here it is. My name's Clementine, by the way. I'm Joel. Hi, Joel. No jokes about my name. Oh, no. You wouldn't do that. You're trying to be nice. I don't know any jokes about your name. Huckleberry Hound. I don't know what that means. Huckleberry Hound? Are you nuts? It's been suggested. (laughs) Oh, my darling, no, my darling, no, my darling, Clementine. You were lost and gone forever. Dreadful sorry, Clementine. No? (laughs) Sorry. Just, it's a pretty name, though. It really is nice. It uh, means merciful, right? Uh, clemency. Although it hardly fits. <laughs> I, love, I love that. I can actually quote the entire movie. Thank <laughs> you so much for reviewing my favourite. And don't forget, we are looking for the listeners' favourites. Absolutely, yeah. If you've got a, a favourite, maybe you think it needs a bit more love, a little bit, bit more attention, get in touch with us here. And I think in the first week of every month, we're going to... Yeah. Uh, set a little time aside for a retro review and it's yes. perfect for movies that maybe you think don't get the love they deserve mm. which I'm sure yeah so then the guys will be delighted to revisit it 86 658 we're going to pick one for June we let you know who it is in due time but for now guys thank you so much for joining me on the show thank you very, thank much. You very much 11 to 1 on LMFM ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 